0: Hi, I'm Casey Fabling, and welcome to the Fabling Built Podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like, who is Fabling Built? And what can I expect for a great customer experience? We also wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fabling Built experience from the perspective of the customer, our employee, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fabling Bill is, check out our website at fablingbuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang out with us. Let's get started.
1: Fabling Bill family. Welcome to another episode of the Fabling Bill podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. I'm Casey Fabling. Casey, who we got with us today?
0: We got our guest, our, uh, our golf pro. <laughs> Trying to be. Our uh, Christian is Christian Mosier. I pronounced that correctly, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Good to see you again, Christian. Yeah. Cr- Christian and I got to know each other uh, at a group, mm-hmm. and then we went golfing, and now we're friends. Yeah. Good <laughs> friends. <laughs> but Christian, uh, we, Christian is he serves our team as, um, as our benefits.
2: What do you call consultant. Yourself? Benefits consultant. You can call it whatever you want, though. Benefits consultant. Yeah. He makes
0: sure, he makes sure that I understand what I'm talking about when I'm talking to my employees about, uh, about benefits, about mm-hmm. insurance, about things like that. So Absolutely. he, he made it, you made it simple so that mm-hmm. I could understand it, mm-hmm. which was a feat in itself. I, I'm, I'm very happy
1: with your, uh, with you doing. No, that, that's so. true Thanks. because normally whenever I hear insurance, I'm sure. just like, uh, all right, which one should I get? But no, you guys really did a good job of explaining what each plan is.
2: Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have you, and and so T, have you ever sat in a meeting where your boss was trying to explain the insurance benefits, and it sounds like,
1: like nothing? You're like, you did you didn't <laughs> help me. Not, <laughs> this is not something I would I'm actually choose. more confused now. <laughs> I would not pay for
0: this. It sounds really expensive. I mean, yes. for years I was looking for a good uh, for a good benefits package for our team, and and Christian, you're like, oh yeah, I can help you, and it's. I mean, it's been great. You're gonna
1: yeah. think I'm joking, but this is the only time I really understood it. Not oh, yeah. just yeah. this last time, but the time before that, when, when yeah. it first happened, I said, oh, okay.
2: Well, it's, I tell you what, to, to piggyback, it's so funny in my world because I, after you do it for a few years, you, know, you learn all the lingo and all like the, the I, I say the upper echelon words, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. You know, like, like three, four years ago. They mean nothing to me. Like before, before I became a consultant in the benefits world, like a lot of times I barely knew what co-insurance was, or I I didn't really know what the plan design was and different things. So like putting yourself in in like someone's shoes who just like a, just a normal person they go to work and and they don't know a whole lot about insurance, which studies show is is about 80%. I mean, it's, it's a high, it's a high percentage. Yeah.
0: Well, and I would say that, and, and the reason that I wanted to have you on the, on the, on the on the podcast here, and, and share with the audience is uh, the way you affect them. If they're homeowners, is you have helped us bring the best team members on board, so that homeowners are getting the best team members in their homes. I mean, you know, people when uh, when we're we're hiring now, the first question people ask: What are your benefits? Mm-hmm. And so, being able to have a really good benefits package has been, I mean, huge. And, and even this year, being able to add uh, life and short and long-term disability to the entire company. I mean, that's, that's been something that I've wanted to do Mm -hmm. that. Like, so to me is, is part of my core value of family is delivering the best to my team and Mm -hmm. taking care of helping take care of their families. So, um, so yeah, I appreciate that.
2: Absolutely. And it's a lot about, I mean, as, as like, as, uh, nonchalant or whatever, or cliches, the sounds, it is a lot about caring because at the end of the day, you know, Failing, be able 35 employees, 40 employees, whatever you guys are at now. I mean, each singular employee has their own family, has mm-hmm. their own lives. And so benefits, obviously they're not everything, but they're, they're a big part of it. You know, if mm-hmm. something happens with your son, if something happens with your wife, if something happens with you, like right. you want to make sure you're in the best spot for yourself and people lose sight of that a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, I'll talk with different people and it's all about the bottom line, mm-hmm. you know, but it really shouldn't be because we're talking about people's livelihoods here.
0: Right. And thinking about if if our team, you know, we have we have workman's compensation, so that's a different. That's a different. Yep. If there's an injury on the job site, that's completely different. We're mm-hmm. totally covered on that area as well. But if there's something at home, it's like, well, do I go to the ba- do I go to the uh, to the doctor or not? Do I go to the hospital or not? Do I do I know what my option is? And if m- money should not be it, one of the questions, like, can I afford this? Correct. Like for me, that's that's a way of taking the best care. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I had this conversation. Think about. You you were mentioning like man I could go to the doctor and it's like yeah,
1: absolutely like just having that cov- like if if you don't get coverage from work a lot of people just won't even do it mm-hmm. they just won't even do it because they they they, they don't understand the terminology mm-hmm. they assume that it's too expensive so they just won't do it yep. people mm-hmm. just won't go to the doctor for years mm-hmm. but when I was able to get that coverage it was like wow I can just go do an annual checkup mm-hmm. yeah, I can just go do it yeah.
2: tell a doc I can just go look at my phone yeah. you know yep, I don't have exactly. to move.
0: Yep So That's what you do But tell mm-hmm. us more about you Because you I mean you're You're a really interesting person You're beyond yeah. You know uh, Beyond insurance And again You have You have made insurance Easy For mm-hmm. our team And You know How you do that I don't know And yeah. honestly I don't want—I even know either I don't want to mm-hmm. know I have no cake. idea <laughs> I love eating What's the cake What's insurance again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love eating the cake I don't really care How you make it yeah, <laughs> That's a good point So, you know, all jokes aside, you know, you, you've been a great help to our team to grow, but like, tell us about you. What what are you all about?
2: Yeah, sure. It's a great, uh, great question. So, from the get-go, was pretty much, uh, for lack of a better term, born and raised in South of Virginia, yep. which is a huge uh, metropolis, if yeah. you guys have ever been. You 600 know, I think, people? No,
0: maybe. I was ready to say. So. <laughs> I think there's I think <laughs> there's eight people. It's Billy,
2: John, Jones <laughs> No, it's, uh, it, it was a great place to grow up in. Um, and then ended up going to Fairham College. So I grew up playing sports, played golf and baseball, in case you mentioned nice. the golf. Uh, played baseball at Ferrum College. Um, and then after that, was like, well, d- don't really kind of want to move back to South Hill. Um, didn't really want to stay in Southwest Virginia, even though I had some good opportunities and, and some good locations. But um, ended up moving to Richmond pretty much directly after I graduated. Yeah. Um, literally, I think two weeks after I had an apartment in Richmond, I had no idea what I was doing. You know, what my first job after college was what? Roofing. Really? Yeah. I first job after that. college, I was a estimator. For okay. I was a finance major, so knew the uh, at least knew the the numbers of the it. Numbers, yeah. Uh, but I, I wasn't told how often I'd be getting on a roof. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was, I tell you what, that, uh, I joke about it, but that was such a great experience. Um, did that for a few months and then, um, kind of got in more of the sales world, uh, about four years ago and, then mm-hmm. uh, benefits world a little over two years ago and got it. And I uh, haven't really looked back since. So very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I mean, going from a college athlete to mm-hmm. uh, roofing estimator. Yeah. I mean, that's a shift. It was a big transition. Yeah, what a shift.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't talk about it often, but it was uh, going from you know, you're 21 years old, having a great time playing ball, and the next thing you're you're 21, 22 years old on a roof. You know, have your apartment. You're just like, what am I doing here? You know. Uh, but it was a, actually, uh, you know, I kind of lucked in it was a great company. It just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't a great fit for me. The company yeah. actually aspect, but was really good. But yeah, you know, people don't talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I have two younger sisters that are kind of transitioning out of college as well. And people don't talk about like that year right. from the time you probably experienced it when you graduated Bridgewater and you're like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. You yeah, know? There, or even that year after high school or that year you go from schooling or, you know, trade or whatever it is, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be college, but that year you go from there to the real world and to work. We don't talk about that. That's a tough transition.
1: Mm. That's a good point. You're well,
0: right. and especially our culture really lacks, uh, initiation, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, all right, you're done being a celebrated college to, you know, college athlete. You now you're, you go figure this out, right? Was it a commercial or a residential? roof? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. So, it was so like, you were you were like learning it all.
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I didn't know there were flat roofs until yeah. Uh, and there's, so there's you got a good the amount job. of them. Yeah.
0: What and so I mean different different growth different initiation mm-hmm. for you. What was what did you take from each step? It's
2: mm-hmm. a good question. I took pretty much selfishly for me, like, I just love working with people. Yeah. Like, man, I tell you what, like people say all the time, but like, I'm as far as like, com- <laughs> I mean, yeah, communication and just like building a team and making sure like everyone's on the same page is like, I knew I wanted to do that from a young age. I didn't yep. know how I wanted to do that. Right. I just knew I wanted to be around people. I want yeah. to be on the golf course. Yeah. You know, I wanted yeah. to make my own schedule, want to do all this stuff. I just didn't want to sit behind a computer You know, just not me. I have some friends that nine to five, they just grind out spreadsheets to do this. And, and everyone's got a different personality, but I knew from a young age, for me, it was all about communication, flexibility, and just being able to do this, you know?
0: Well, and, and to that point, you, I mean, think about it. You, you had the same degree, you Mm -hmm. had the same opportunities, you had the same, and, and you have a lot of friends who took that and they went straight into the finance department Absolutely, and and just, that's what they're doing. analytics, different. And that's what they wanted to do. For you, you took the opportunities that you had, and you said, "This is what I want." And mm-hmm. you you spoke that, you projected that, and you said, "And there, I mean, now you work in a job that mm-hmm. gives you that flexibility."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, you know, we. I don't think you closed me on the golf course, but we only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <definitely>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, come between means, yeah. right between yeah. this hole and the next hole, right? You know, we're gonna stop talking work by the end of whor- you know right. hole four, sure. But just help me understand it. Okay, this is yeah. it. All right, you understand it. All right, yeah. good. Yeah. How much is it going to cost this much? That's yeah. all? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> and that's it. And you, you made it simple and you made it reason meaningful, but you still connected to your passion, to what yeah. you enjoy. Yeah,
2: and, and that's kind of where, where it benefits from a passion standpoint the last couple of years because it really is people's livelihood. Right. There's a lot of people in this industry, a lot of brokers, consultants that just, just really quote spreadsheets and just this is it. And they, don't, and they don't take the extra step and they don't care enough to be honest, because they're just like, you know, I just want to make money for my family. And then if you take a step back, realize, hey, if you put someone in a bad situation, like you put someone in a bad situation, you know, like it's, it's, you, for me, like every single client I work with and every single client I work with is different in what they want and what they need. But it's so important for their employees to realize like you, you're not in a bad situation.
0: Right. Right.
2: And sometimes it takes a lot of pushback with the owners too. A lot of pushback with clients where they're like, you know, I don't, I don't want to, do this or contribute this I'm like, well, maybe you should look into it. Well,
0: and it's, and it's some things like, like, for example, the, the life and and long Mm short-term benefits, part of it was just a misunderstanding on, on my part you know, where I said, Hey, I want to do this. And Mm -hmm. then once I saw the, saw the report, I misread the report. And so you, you know, just being able to come back to you and say, Hey, help me understand Mm -hmm. this. And once you help me understand it, both Adrian and I were like, Oh, this is a, this is an absolute yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know being able to again for for me as a business owner i'm trying to think of how do i take care of my team and deliver the best quality of employment for mm-hmm. them because that's what directly results in the quality of experience that a customer has
2: oh absolutely
0: so if, if i'm not taking care of my team and there's no quality of experience here in the company the quality of experience with the client is terrible
2: right yeah you know and i i don't laugh but you know obviously i know some people and work with some people that you know, it's, it's all about the bottom line, Yep. you know, and it's all about like, how can I spend the least amount of possible money on my employees? Yep. Right. And I'm like, you know, it, what's like, what, like we talked about the podcast before, it's, it's such a short term
0: strategy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know,
2: it's like, they're not looking five, 10 years down the road. They're like, well, how can I just in 2022 have the, either the highest profit or the lowest expense or, or whatever that looks like.
0: I would say that one of the biggest things that got me to really seriously consider adding full benefits to our team was uh, talking with a friend of mine who owns a, a mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. And he shared with me that he has employees who have been with him for 20 and 30 years. And I said, whoa, how do you do that? He said, you take care of them. Yeah. And I said, well, do you do things like benefits? He said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, it, it, I mean, benefit. He said benefits cost me north of $100,000 a year. But wow. look at the result. Right. I take care of my team. They get, they get really great care. And that is what makes the difference mm-hmm. of just another mechanic shop to where like as a client, as a customer, Mm -hmm. they take great care. I I would go to no one else. So does that make sense?
2: Yeah. It's that relationship too. You know, and you're, you're seeing the same mechanic or you're seeing the same people and it's just that familiarity too, I think. Right. I
1: don't know. I don't know how much the, the benefits field changes, you know, Mm -hmm. year to year. Have you had, have you ever had a situation where you're trying to explain something to, um, I guess a a potential client Mm -hmm. and, they're used to like some old saying or the old oh, way yeah. things used to be, and you're trying day to day tell day. them. Oh yeah, what's day that day. Like?
2: especially being you know, I mean the average age in this industry is, is uh, let's just say it's a little, it's a little high, right? So, implementing stuff like technology, like flock, for example, yeah. and implementing different compliance tactics, and implementing different things that you know people don't do now because they didn't have to do it ten years ago. For example, mm-hmm. the amount of people I run into. Hundred employee companies, hundred fifty employee companies that still do paper enrollments and do everything oh, like yeah. that is just it's just unbelievable, and that's why it's like it just takes like a whole another whole another way of thinking.
0: Right. For us, for me, technology because that increases the level of transparency, mm-hmm. which is a core value. It had to be right transparent. It had to be simple. The last thing that I wanted was for when enrollment period came around for for my office manager to lose her mind, right? You know, or to. Like, you know, or to go get stuck in somewhere where she couldn't get the information. And so like now, the
2: <coughs> 12 Excel spreadsheets and the, oh, oh and all the,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so having that, um, but that's a really good point is is being open to innovation, mm-hmm. which definitely was very helpful for us.
2: Yeah, and, you know, and that's a good point. And I don't talk about it a whole lot because we kind of keep our eye on it, but the compliance issue changes all the time, which is not sure. sexy. It's not fun. But it's something that we have to do for our job, you know. Similar to you guys with OSHA and different things, compliance wise, gotta mm-hmm. just gotta make sure. It's 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 so easy for people to just overlook it and yep. just and just kind of cookie cutter. Here you go, this is it.
0: Yep. And then and then solving solving challenges as we go, um, and just being open to that. So right. Yeah. Exactly. What is uh, what is something that's coming up in in during industry that's affecting people that's changing now?
1: Hmm.
2: Uh, that's a good point. I mean, nothing. I would say. Specifically, uh, there's talks of kind of more transparency. The Transparency Act just um, got—I think it was July 1st, but don't quote me on it. But Mm -hmm. there's a new Transparency Act that uh, when you go to the hospital now, they kind of have to let you know about the
0: different everything. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Um, So that's kind of a big thing, and I, I really think that model it should. Is where healthcare is moving towards. Because mm. a lot of times, last few years, you won't even know what's going on as far as like if you go to the hospital or, or something like you have a surgery procedure, you don't know. Like you can't benchmark it against hospitals and different stuff like that. Where now there's more programs coming out to so where you can take a you can get a bird's eye view of surgeries and different things, and then you can you like well, it's three thousand dollars at this hospital and eight thousand, mm, but it's okay. it's the same procedure at mm. hospital A. And it's a lot more transparency and, and, and stuff like that. It's a lot more getting into the weeds of like percentages of Medicare and reference-based pricing and all that stuff. But I think that's kind of the way it's moving, as it should. I think more transparency, especially in the health insurance industry, it's huge. It cracks me up all the time when I'm talking to CEOs and HR directors and, and you know sometimes bigger companies where they spend a million plus on benefits and they don't take another look. They just, mm-hmm. They're just like, all right, this is it. And I'm like, your third biggest expense as a $20 million company you don't take a look at?
0: Hmm. no Hmm. interesting yep hey that's a really good point yeah because you guys came up to us and were like hey this is coming up in about three months Mm -hmm. let's look at some options and it was a lot of a lot of communication Mm -hmm. really early on to make sure that we arrived at the same place together so Mm -hmm. cool what um where is your next dream golf vacation
2: great question hard
0: pivot hard pivot you had an opportunity to play in a really cool uh, tournament a few months ago. Barstool Sports. Yes. Yeah, so
2: we played um, wow. at uh, Southern Pines. Yeah. Um, did not qualify for the championship, which was, uh, I think it was in Scottsdale. Which. Oh, my God. Man, I tell you what, that would have been awesome. But I, it was one of the worst rounds golf ever played. <laughs> and, and not just like score-wise, but it was pouring down rain. Oh, my God. I mean, it, okay, so we, we do this tournament, and it's in April right so you're thinking North Carolina April it's got to be amazing right it's going to be 65 70 it's going to be perfect 46 and raining was the day we got what and I, I tell you what, I have never been so cold. They, <laughs> after like 10 holes, they uh, they did the horn, and we went inside because it was just like monsooning. I didn't know oh,
1: golf wow. was a sport like that. Oh, like they, they it shouldn't be. I <laughs> what, <laughs>
2: it shouldn't be. We played uh, 10 holes in that. And I'm telling oh, you what, wow. I mean, I was just so, I mean, just miserable. And then we went, we went out the last eight holes, played pretty well, but it was, it was difficult. Ooh. But to your question, uh, a couple. Uh, Bandon Dunes in Oregon okay, is one I want to do. Um, I played some courses around Pinehurst but I've never played number two okay. so Pinehurst number two and then uh, I would say uh, TPC Sawgrass okay. down in Florida yeah. yeah I think that would be awesome what about you? any any golf? dream golf courses? no <laughs> <laughs> no but you're, I, you're getting better I can better. tell you
0: I get oh uh, that's generous thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> I think my kids are getting better than I am sure that's, <laughs> fair. that's fair Um, I just want to have fun yeah for me it's all about who's there right you know? yeah I learned. I hated golf until someone taught me that you can just pick up after six strokes. Yeah. Now I've not putted since. Whatever then. you want. <laughs> 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 I just write a six. Yeah. Refill it. The six, scorecard. <laughs> pretty yep. much. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, you you t- you and I went out almost a year ago. And you yeah. gave me a little adjustment on the grip yeah. and suddenly I can shoot it straight. Yeah. Uh, so no, I've started grime. putting sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there,
2: there's some also fun for part, but yeah, even that, that golf is so funny. Cause it's just those little improvements. Yep. You know I mean? You'll make, even me, it's so frustrating Well, I'll make like uh, i I'll, I'll just say, won't be hitting the ball that well. And then I'll make just like a little grip tweak or a little bit like a shoulder tweak, or whatever it is. And it's like, how's that See, it's what it's a all stupid chaos. game. <laughs> <laughs> For me it's
0: chaos from one swing to the next, so it doesn't. Yeah. I will say, and so in you know, in construction, having great tools mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. We talked about technology, like working yep. with your team, the level of transparency, the tools that you guys brought into our yep. team, night and day difference. Yeah. And 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 they didn't just solve specific with the insurance, the flock is something mm-hmm. that has increased our transparency and our onboarding, our offboarding. Yep. It's it's an amazing tool. Mm-hmm. I finally went and bought a real driver and got fitted. How and was it? Amazing. It changed like, game. Yeah, that that like, I, I, I did not understand. I
1: thought you couldn't buy skill.
0: I no oh, you still can't you, buy yeah. skill. You can't <laughs> but I will tell you that 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 the used driver I've been using versus and it was not an expensive driver. It was it was probably the cheapest one they had. But yeah, it was, sure. but out of the three that I chose, that one worked well and yeah. just keeps going straight. Yeah. Whew. Look so. at that. Between
2: that and the grip change. I mean
0: Between the two. PJ
2: Tor, watch out. He, oh, he's my. coming. <laughs> <laughs> Family <laughs> Bill will be no more. I'm worried about the four
0: <laughs> little ones who are getting better and right. better and better. And that right. I want to be able to hang with them. That's, are
2: they um are they big into golf? They're getting big into golf. So
0: three of them, uh, three of them are, have golf camp at RCC next nice. week. Nice. So cool. they're uh, they've done a couple camps where they've learned a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but next week is the first all golf camp. Oh, that that's doing. cool. But
2: that's cool. It's good, you know. Even if they don't play competitively, I mean, it's good to learn at that age. Yeah. I've never met someone that goes, "Man, I wish I started golf later." You know, they're always like, "I mm-hmm. really wish I started earlier."
0: Well so my my oldest we uh we had some shifts happen last year with uh, school, and so we decided to, to homeschool him and and now he's going into a different school that's gonna help him a lot with nice. some specific things cool. um but because of that, we had a lot of time He and I had a lot of time together so every Friday he and I would hang out together and so uh, like five or six times I would work half a day and then we'd or he and I would go in the morning and then I'd work in the afternoon but we'd go you know uh, either the hollows or rcc and just yeah. have have around yeah. and but even the last time the weather was just so so it sure. really wasn't great we got through four holes and he's like i'm kind of done I was like <laughs> i'm done too <laughs> yeah good let's yeah. go and yeah. just yeah. and but but just for the enjoyment of it you know it's yeah. not the pressure of it so
2: yeah yeah one of the things uh growing up in south hill and going to fairham i would crave like people and yeah. Big city, right? Cause I just did, I didn't have it. I hung out with my three buddies and we right. built bonfires and we you know went fishing and that was what we did. Yeah. So I was like, I loved when we went to Richmond or we went to like you know Florida, or like big cities or whatever it was. Um, but now, now that I live in Richmond, I tell you what, <laughs> you just to there. like get away yeah. or like playing golf and put my phone away. Oh you know, yeah in somewhere secluded and just, like, putting my phone away. I'll tell you what, that is so nice.
0: Really good point.
1: Yeah, really good point. I want to try to guess something before we get out of here. Yeah. Because you told me you played baseball, too. I did. Sec, uh, so you were either second base or left field, and you hit w- number one in the lineup.
2: You do research on me? No. Wow. So uh, growing up, middle school, high school, travel, always let off and played second. Yeah, and wow. then college, I played a uh, little bit of second, a little bit of first, and then uh, DH some. So,
1: right. yeah, I've I, I just looked at your frame. I was, I was like, <laughs> I I was like wow, <laughs> that was, I, mean, really that was <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was a little, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I, Are you following me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: like, I played second and let off for my high school team. See every year, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> travel, same thing. That so was that's, impressive. That was impressive. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I played a lot of sports, and I sometimes I can just look at people and tell. Yeah. I can I can just tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it depends. I, I was sneaky slow and sneaky fast. So yeah, slow sometimes, fast depends on what's the caffeine I had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was the coach like, "Come on, Christian, yeah. we need fast Christian today."
1: Sometimes he
2: just felt. wasn't there.
1: You
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you pull the pants up here, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. more aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, here's a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So shotgun a Red Bull. <laughs>
0: Well, listen, I really appreciate being part of this, Absolutely. uh, part of our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and, and to the viewers, I'm telling you, like if you're in the Richmond area, you're a business owner, uh, and you need somebody, a partner in benefits, you need to talk to this guy. If you work for a company and you don't think that, <laughs> that the owner <laughs> has the right partner in benefits, contact this guy. What's the best yeah. way to get hold of you?
2: Uh, best way to get a hold of me is email. Big on LinkedIn too. Okay. Uh, so connect on LinkedIn. I post Christian's corners every other week. Uh, nice. Newsletters, different things. So LinkedIn um, and email as well.
0: Cool. Obviously, yep. we'll have your info in the notes as well. Yep.
2: Cool. Well, thank Great. thanks again, guys. Thanks, really thanks for coming, man. We,
1: yeah. we really enjoyed you. Absolutely. Fable and Built Family. This has been another episode of the Fable and Build Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Timon Phillips.
0: I'm Casey Fabling.
1: Christian. And I'm Christian Mosher Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.
0: This has been another episode of the Fabling Built podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.